Hey, producer Mariana here. I wanted to pop in before we get started today to be sure that you heard Darren's announcement yesterday over on Darren Daily. If you're a business leader and want to discover what's working now in this new economy, then join him on August 30th for an important and timely broadcast. Darren shares four maneuvers to make in your business before it's too late. Just go to hardyevent.com forward slash bulletproof and let us know you'll be there. Okay, now on to the episode. Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. So Steve Jobs typically kept his personal life private, but in 1995, he recorded an oral history for the Smithsonian. In this story, Steve reveals the woman that changed his life forever. So this is what Steve said. Oh, school was pretty hard for me at the beginning. My, my mother had taught me how to read before I got to school. And so when I got there, I really just wanted to do two things. I wanted to read books because I love reading books. And I wanted to go outside and chase butterflies and do all the things that, you know, five-year-olds like to do. And I encountered uh, authority of a different kind than I'd ever encountered before. And I did not like it. And they, they really, they almost got me. They really almost, they came this close to really beating any curiosity out of me. Uh, by the time I was in third grade, I'd had a a good buddy of mine, Rick Ferentino, and the only way we had fun was to create mischief. And we used to do things like, um, well, I remember one time we traded everybody. There was a big bike rack where everybody put their bikes, maybe 100 bikes in this bike rack, and we traded everybody our lock combinations for theirs on an individual basis and then went out one day and put everybody's lock in everybody else's bike, and it took them until about 10 o'clock that night to get all the bikes unsorted and stuff like that. We'd set off explosives in teachers' desks and stuff, and it was, it was pretty serious. We got kicked out of school a lot, and, and it in fourth grade, I encountered one of the other saints of my life, which was uh, I, they discovered they were going to put me and this guy, Rick Ferentino, into the same fourth grade class. And the principal said at the last minute, no, no, bad idea, separate them. So this teacher, Mrs. Hill, said, I'll take one of them. And she taught the advanced fourth grade class. And thank God I was the, the random one that got, got put in her class. And um, she watched me for about two weeks. And she then approached me. She said, Stephen, I'll, I'll tell you what, I am... Um, I'll make you a deal. I have this math workbook, and if you take it home and finish it on your own without any help, and you bring it back to me, if you get it 80% right, I will give you $5 and one of these really big suckers. She bought it. She held it out in front of me, one of these giant things. And I looked at her like, are you crazy, lady? You know, nobody's ever done this before. And, of course, I did it. And she basically bribed me back into learning. Uh, with 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 uh, candy and money and and what was really remarkable was that you know before very long I had such a respect for her that I I'd sort of reignited my desire to learn and she was remarkable she um, she got me kits for making cameras you know I ground my own lens and made a camera and, and it was it was really quite wonderful uh, and I think I probably learned more academically that one year than I've ever learned in my life. Wow! Right. Steve was headed for a life of dereliction and delinquency until Mrs. Hill intervened. She saw Steve, maybe the first person outside of his parents, to do so. And it wasn't what she said. It was the challenge that she gave him, backed by the belief in his superior ability. And the candy and cash prize helped too. Let's be honest, he was in the fourth grade after all. Who knows how Steve's life would have gone if not for Mrs. Hill. 
Heck, you might not even be seeing or hearing me as you are right now, maybe on your iPad, iPhone, or MacBook, or on your Apple podcast, if not for Mrs. Hill. Can one person really change the world that much, you ask? Absolutely. And how, you ask? By encouraging one person, challenging one person, believing in one person. You never know who that one person might become because of our encouragement, challenge, and belief. They might not be the next Steve Jobs, but they will be the next parent, the next friend, the next church parishioner, teammate, and neighbor. And the rock of encouragement that you toss into the pond of their potential will now ripple throughout the community of humans that they encounter for the rest of their life. That is how you change the world. You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to be a coach or a mentor or a priest or a rabbi to positively intercede into somebody's life. All of us, any of us, can choose to encourage, challenge, and believe in any of us at any time. So how about we start today? I have a challenge for you. If you have a Mrs. Hill in your life, as Steve called her, an angel of your life, someone who interceded, who saw you, who encouraged you, who challenged you, believed in you, and it changed the trajectory of your life, send them this Darren Daily with a note, you are my Mrs. Hill. They'll get the message. And I challenge you to become a Mrs. Hill in the life of another. Send them this Darren Daily with the note, this message made me think of you. I see you. I think you're incredible. Beyond what you believe about yourself now, but I believe in you. I just wanted you to know that. 